Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Black Consciousness series. I am Coda, and this is In Touch With Code. In the previous episode, I defined and discussed racism, and today I'm going to be discussing education under racism and also some of the possible solutions to this problem. Education is an important aspect in the struggle for liberation, and as such, I'm going to be using lectures from African-centered scholars who have dealt with this issue before to help me in today's episode. You can join in the conversation on social media, in touch with Coda on Facebook, at in touch underscore Coda, and also at I am underscore Coda on Twitter. And you can also join in the WhatsApp group. The link is available on both Facebook and uh, Twitter. So please join in the group so you can share your thoughts and comments about the issues that I cover on this podcast. Dr. Kara G. Woodson, a renowned African-centered scholar, historian, and author, identified racism in education as miseducation. In his book, The Miseducation of the Negro, Dr. Woodson said that black people were and are still being culturally indoctrinated rather than being taught. This conditioning causes blacks to become more dependent and to seek out inferior places in, in the greater society of which they are a part. Here's what Dr. Naeem Akbar, another African-centered scholar, had to say about education. We were, for most of our sojourn, were not permitted to be educated. I'm sorry, not even miseducated. We were not even permitted to learn to read. It was a law for most Africans in most of this country that it was illegal for black folks to read. Now, that's important because when you understand that we have only been legally able to even get miseducated for just about 100 years, lets you understand something about the nature of the educational handicap we were working with. Now, what we want to suggest to you is that education, real education, is supposed to be an instrument to generate power. Education for groups other than Africans is in fact geared towards that objective. Because the education is a device and an instrument by which the young people are taught to become effective and powerful in changing the society. One of the real problems that we face is that we have only been able to receive systematic training, what Carter G. Woodson called miseducation. And what is missing is the real education for power. Now, The miseducation of black people then is not a mistake, but a deliberate act. So understanding racism helps us to answer so many questions and it also helps us to understand fully what is really happening. 
why do we have a large number of academic underachievement? According to Statistics South Africa, the youth literacy rate for people aged between 15 and 34 is 93.9%. However, upper secondary completion rate for people aged 15 and older is just 55.1%, which means that 44.9% of the youth in South Africa do not finish high school and black people have the highest percentage rate of high school dropout. Even though there is a general increase in education attainment in South Africa, blacks however are still behind in terms of higher education attainment compared to other population groups. Because of miseducation, those few blacks that manage to attain higher education move out of their communities into white communities. They fail to understand that in them moving out of these communities, they are depriving them of resources that should be used to uplift and to better their situation, but instead they are investing those resources into white neighborhoods. You jumped for equal opportunity and you educated your most talented people and you sent them away from you and sent them to work for other people and the monies they earned you told them to live among those other people so they contribute their brains and skills to your enemies and spend their monies among your enemies and enhance their power and now they become neoconservative and, and join the attack on the African community. These misdirected teachers and some educated people continue to find pleasure in the victim analysis that blames us for the situation. The class of 76 demonstrated against racism in education that forced African students to be taught Eurocentric education with Africans as a medium of instruction. But today, the so-called black middle class is voluntarily enrolling their kids into white schools. This alien education then leaves these kids with a confused identity. It doesn't come as a shock to me that uh, we have youth today that believe that white people are superior to blacks. What do you expect them to do when they are constantly bombarded with academic achievements of white people in these textbooks? Here is a conversation that I had with a university student uh, when, we, when we spoke about the colonized education system. I was thinking about uh, colonized education. Why? It's funny that uh, all these universities, 90% of the students are African students, but what matter? Having to fight for a, the university is teaching us colonized uh, education, I guess, or they are programming us using. Colonized uh, information is is not something that I, civilized kid, like make a grievance. Of course, you know we do these surveys for it. What would you like to change? I guess, and we keep writing these things every year and every semester. I guess, but as long as other African students don't see things the way I see them. There's nothing is really going to change because it doesn't make sense for 90% of the students that are there don't vocalize what they wanted in their education. And if one person does it, no one is going to listen to another. Okay. Yeah. So the whole thing is yeah, be the taste that you want to see. It doesn't work with tomorrow one. The issue of 
the miseducation of black people is not a new problem. It is something that has been going on for so many years. Black scholars before us and those before them encountered the same problem and they came up with a solution to this problem. The solution that they came up with is African-centered education. African people should be African-centered, right? Because we cannot try to take an alien concept and then try to make it work. It, it has not worked. It is still not working and it will never work. So here's Dr. Amos Wilson giving an in-depth explanation of what African-centered education is and what it does for black people and especially black students. What is an African-centered education? What is that about? It's about far more than black history and, and, and African culture. There's much, much more. In fact, the African-centered point of view covers every aspect of life. When you educate people in terms of Afri African-centeredness, and you socialize children in terms of African-centeredness, you apply this perspective to every aspect of life, not just to history, not just to culture, but you, you apply it to economics, human and personal relations, institutional building, and the whole bit. It fits in every area of life. And so when we talk about an African-centered education, we're not talking about an African-centered education that only deals with the raising of self-esteem or getting people only to know their history. This is an education for power. This is an education for economic development. This is an education for nation building. This is education for liberation, you see. This is an education for love, cooperation, all of these other things. And therefore, if we are going to truly educate our children, we must then bring it to being an African-centered education that educates the whole of their personalities themselves, not just aspects and parts of them. African people must wake up. African people must strive for consciousness. Black consciousness is the only way forward for us right now. And this is not something that, you know, we are going to do some other time or when we have time. Black consciousness is something that we should strive for in our day-to-day -day life. We do not fight racism some other times. Nor do we say, you know what, I'm tired. Let me do this tomorrow. No, every day when you wake up, when you go to sleep, you are being attacked. You are under attack. Uh, as a black person, you are, are being attacked by this system. So we should strive to be conscious. We should regain our consciousness. And to, to a certain extent, we as Africans in Africa, especially in Africa, we have had African-centered education all along. It's just that racism is trying so hard to discredit African-centered institutions and education. I'm just going to, to touch a little bit on the pro whole process of initiation, initiation schools, because I believe that initiation schools were these institutions that we as black Africans created for ourselves to teach and educate uh, the youth of what was expected from them in the adult life and 
in african in other african cultures they still practice this to an extent even though there is the issue of people faking or people coming in to to imitate to exploit rather these institutions trying to make a quick buck out of uh, initiation schools and so many people are dying so yeah that's that but in in the, the whole principle of initiation schools was simply based on informing and educating african youth of what was expected of them in the adult life and as such most of the problems that we are facing right now as a nation as a black nation were never there to begin with in in the olden days and this is uh based on the book uh, uh african uh, the introduction to african religion by john beatty he covers the aspects of african initiation and i think that is a good read everyone should read that book so we should uh we should all understand what african african initiation process was all about before we just throw dirt at it because white people say initiation schools are health hazard how come more people are dying now than people died back in the day you know that's just something that i wanted to touch a little bit on don't forget to join in the conversation on social media in touch with coda on facebook at in touch underscore coda and also at i am underscore coda on twitter i have a whatsapp group the link is available on facebook and twitter so please do join in and you know tell me if you think i'm still going to ask the question tell me if you think that black people are racist or black people can be racist and also i would like to know what is your definition of racism because i gave you my definition an african-centered definition in the first episode so tell me what you think it is and can black people be racist yes or no thank you